Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. This week, I chat with Jamira Pollard. She's a well-rounded life and business coach who serves creatives, professionals, and working parents who are ready to live a life filled with grace, passion, and purpose. She is also the host of the Living Well-Rounded podcast, and we chat about how you can implement systems into both your personal and business life to save a ton of time. Uh, It's a great episode. We have a lot of fun. So grab a glass and let's chat. Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing. And with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey, Jemira, thanks so much for joining me today. I cannot wait to talk about systems and business and life and all of that while we sip. All of my favorite things. So thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. How has your week been uh, coming off the holiday? It's been good. It feels fast paced because I feel like a lot of us are trying to cram a lot in before Mm -hmm. we go on holiday break. (laughs) But it's just it's great because I, I love this time of year. I know. Yeah, me too. It's kind of fun. It's yeah, it's cramming a bunch in so we can slow down. You know, it's like such Absolutely. a weird, weird time. It, it's so weird, but it, it's <laughs> what we do, right? Yeah, totally. Well, awesome. Um, well, yeah, I'd love to hear uh, before we kind of start talking systems and saving time and all that, you know, about your background and how you got into what you you do and who you help and all of that fun stuff. Awesome. So hello to all of the listeners. I'm Jamira Pollard, and I am a coach for creative entrepreneurs, busy professionals, mamas, and just people who are looking to live a life filled with grace, passion, and purpose. Uh, My business is uh, Living Well-Rounded, and that is where I um, coach other creatives that are just honestly just feeling overwhelmed, feeling like they're on a hamster wheel, feeling like they're trying to do all the things, but it's just not enough hours in the day. And so my background is I used to be a wedding planner for 12 years before I took the leap of faith into coaching others. And I will tell you, I feel like I have the best job in the world to be able to provide resources and some insight through my courses, my speaking and, and all the things. Um, I'm a mom of two, a wife to one, I always say, mm-hmm. and I'm just, you know, always just excited to talk about systems. Like it's, it's weird. Cause a lot of people are like, okay, what systems, what's, why is this so exciting? But for me, it's just knowing that when you put the systems in place, you can definitely free up your time and uh, do more of the things you love. So that's why it's so important to me. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I'm sure your background as a wedding planner, like because there are so many different moving parts, like having that background probably really helps you create the systems that are really efficient. That is so true. And for me, when you, if anyone is in the wedding space, they know that I always used to say the wedding planner was the captain of the ship, the quarterback, 
So we always had to be the ones to keep everyone on track. You had to have your timelines, your meetings, your, you know, checklists and all the things. And so it definitely helps with the work that I do. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that opportunity because I do know with working with the type of clients that I have, what it's like, because I've been in the trenches with them, you know, yeah. years prior. Totally. Yeah. So I know everybody listening, like I, I feel I feel am like this a lot too. It's like, okay, I have some systems in my business, um, but it's like, it takes a little bit of time, I feel like to create some. So it's just kind of yes. like something I put on the back burner. Like I know it will save me time, if, like a ton of time going forward, but I, I'm hesitant to like take that time to start them. So like, well, do you have any advice for that or like how to kind of get started so it doesn't feel like overwhelming or <laughs> anything, anything that'll help? <laughs> yeah. So I have a course actually. It's um, for, if you're trying to implement systems in your business, my course is systems for your creative biz. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to do systems for your home, I have a course called systems for your sanity. And basically, you know, I break it down step-by-step -step of how to get systems rocking and rolling. But the number one advice, piece of advice that I have is to just start, um, commit that this is something that is important to you, commit that it's something that is needed. I always say surrender and accept that, you know, it needs to happen. And one of the tips that I always give to my clients is to open up your calendar and to block off two hours on one day and then pick another day and do another two hours and treat this time working on your systems as if it's an important business meeting or meeting with a client and you give it that importance, then you'll actually do it. And mm -hmm. so block off the time, only work on systems and your workflows flows during that time period. Stop making excuses and just start writing out steps from in inquiry to one year anniversary if you're in the wedding space or just writing out every single thing that happens that um, fills up your time and then you will start to see it all come together. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I know it's so true too. Cause like, unless we like take the time to put it in our calendar, you know, I feel mm -hmm. like it's never really nailed down. <laughs> that is so true. And, and I find that people make excuses. They're like, okay, I'll miss the, the alert will come up. It'll say, all right, time to work on systems. And they're like, eh, I'll get to it. <laughs> but you have to honestly keep it as something that's pressing. And it's honestly what my husband and I do with our date nights and our date days. Cause you know, everyone's home now during you know, the <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. It's, we really treat that time as if it's an important meeting with a boss or with a client so that we give it the same respect. So I always say, if it's important to you, you will make time for it and not excuses. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's so true. Um, are there any that you recommend like people like create a system for first? Like, are there common ones that like could, you know, that benefit from just creating a system and then kind of working other ones into your business as well? Or does it depend on like the business owner? Or, or your house too. So, you know, it's interesting because someone asked me that uh, question recently when I did a training and I found that when you actually, believe it or not, start to put a system in place in your home first, mm -hmm. then from there you were like, all right, I have everything running streamlined here, how we do laundry, how we meal prep and plan and how we pick out our clothes for the week. You know, instead of just reinventing the wheel every single day, going in your closet, ironing your clothes or whatever, you know, you do it on one day and it's done. And guess what? Now you have hours back that you can now pour into your business or pour into a project or pour into yourself. So if there are things at home that you feel like, all right, I'm doing this every single day. Another example, um, 
I pack my kids lunches and I send them off with the lunch every single day. But what I do is I pack as much as I can on Sundays Mm -hmm. for the five days. So everything is packed in like a little baggie and then all they have to do is dump it in their lunchbox and then I'll, you know, heat up or make a sandwich to pop in there. But I'm not going in the pantry five days a week to get the chips, the juice (laughs) that I do it one time. And so when you, like I said, you'll be surprised how much time it saves by not saying, all right, guys, go get a juice box. Okay. Now get chips. Like it's all done on one day. And so now I can sneak some time back into my business. Uh, If you're in a situation where you, you know, you feel like you have everything rocking at home, then what I always say is write everything down. And the easiest way is you get an inquiry on Instagram or on your contact form, start making note of it. You can open up an Excel sheet or Google Sheets or I'm old school pen and paper. (laughs) I love pen and paper too. (laughs) Yes, I love pen and paper. And you write down the first step. And then after you send the response, you write down that that's what you did. Then the next thing. So you can start to actually do it and build the system as you walk through the experience with the client as well. And so that's another like trick to doing it. If you don't want to just sit down and try to remember every single thing, you can work it that way as well. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And then it makes it easier too. like, you know, one day if or unless somebody has an employee now or you want to have an employee or an, an assistant, you know, you you have all that written down before they come on. You can kind of it makes it easier for them to kind of understand what to do quicker. Uh, yes. I always tell people, too, that the other benefit to having a system is when you are ready to elevate, when you are ready to add that associate planner or second shooter or VA you have the blueprint, you have Mm -hmm. everything that happens in your business. And so then you can actually determine where you want them to actually do their part, take some weight off of you and where they can actually shine. And then you can step back and do more of the things you love in your business. But it's hard to say, you you know, you need to hire someone, but you're like, okay, well, what will they do? What will they take off my plate? But when you have that system build out, you can see, okay, I'm tired of being the one to send the client onboarding gifts or send the emails. I can see it all here written out. I'm going to now hand that over to someone else on the team. And then that's where they fit in this whole system. I love that. Um, Is there anything you like can't systemize? Like, it seems like you could, you know, if we really sit and think about it, like there are so many ways we could make systems. There are so many ways you can make systems, but what I also feel like is important if you are running a business is to remind yourself that you still want a business that feels like high touch and, you know, VIP, if that's your, your Mm -hmm. type of vibe. So even though you can systematize your emails and your canned responses and templates and all the things, you should still be able to add some personality in there Mm -hmm. or customize your emails where it's like, Hey, happy holidays. I hope your girls are great and your husband is like, you should be able to tweak those emails a little bit so it doesn't feel stale or generic. So you should, you know, pop some personality in there and you should still be showing up and not feeling like everything has to feel robotic, but you definitely want to make sure that you are um, just making it feel still high touch, even though a lot of things are automated. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And that makes such a difference in like so many things, you know, like whether it's marketing or your systems, like just real, like taking, like saving as much time as you can with automating and systems and things like that, that help us, but still making sure your and your business is, you know, showing up. That is so true. It's it's very important. And I feel like 
You can have everything running and it looks very professional, polished and whatnot, but you don't necessarily have to have the client knowing that that's what's going on because mm-hmm. again, you're adding some pizzazz, personality and and some quality in those emails and templates and whatnot. Yeah, oh, I love that. Um, like and how many hours do you think or have people told you like, oh, after I took your course, you know, and I got all these systems in place, like how many hours a week are they saving now? Who honestly, it depends. I know, like, if you have children versus if you don't have children, right, yeah. you have two, if you have four. Um, but honestly, I could on- feel like people can get a day of work back mm-hmm. legit, like in eight hours, once you do some of the things, like have your things in your business on autopilot, I can't speak, and a lot of things automated, you can definitely not have to reinvent the wheel, open up your computer, open up Gmail, type it up. And again, if you're just think about it, if you don't have to pack a lunch every single day, you don't have to get your kids uniforms out every single day because my kids wear uniforms. And if you don't have to um, open the fridge and say, oh, what's for dinner? And you're, right. you've already got it planned in advance then that alone saves you time and hours that you can spend with your family so that you don't feel the guilt when you do have to go to work. So I have people who've said, you know, I in my course, we do something called the Sunday Reset, where the Sunday Reset has set them up for an amazing week. And they are now each day reclaiming an hour, 30 minutes, two hours based on what the particular task is. Oh, I love that. And I love that you, you mentioned dinner. Cause like, I swear in our house every night, it's like, what are we eating for dinner? What are you eating for dinner? (laughs) It's true. And the thing with the, the meal planning is I, I love this app um, and it's a software app. You can do it on your phone or desktop. It's called plan to eat. And I've been using it for years and it's super inexpensive, affordable. And I love it because it allows me to store my um, recipes and things I find on Pinterest. And I can legit just drag and drop what we're going to eat. And then it's a whole calendar. So I'm not feeding them the same things over and over again, Right, but it's not. And it also saves me money because I'm not ordering takeout or I'm not just buying things we don't need. So it's great because it allows me to kind of see what we're going to have. And then if you're on the go and you like me, I'm like, oh man, what's in that recipe? <laughs> you can pull it up on your phone to see what is needed as well. So that's been a game changer because I literally try to sit down either once a week or, you know, once every two weeks to plan out our meals so that I'm not just asking that same question and spending money that is not nece- you know, necessary. Oh, I love that. And can you search recipes there or it just kind of like holds everything that you just kind of plan? It holds everything that you can import. So, awesome. you, you know, I have my own recipes that I've, you know, typed up and put in there. And then Pinterest, it has a really great feature. If you have a recipe, let's say on, what is it, Food Network, you can take the the web address and it'll populate the recipe and everything. And I'm not sure about searching the search feature. I haven't done that. I kind of stick to what I know and yeah. you know what I know is a crowd pleaser and we go from there. Yeah, no, I love that. I just taking some notes because I'm going to try that out because yeah, it's fun too. like to have different things like for every once in a while we'll do and I know I'm getting off topic here, but we'll do like um, good. <laughs> we do like HelloFresh and I love that. But, you know, yeah. sometimes it's like, I don't know, I feel like it can get expensive, so I don't want to do it all the time, but it is so much fun having these new ideas and like to these recipes and blah, 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 blah. So this might be a fun way to kind of implement some of those elements, um, but in our own way. 
And another thing though, piggybacking off of that is um, I have a lot of clients that, you know, they do love the HelloFresh option, but something that I've been doing lately is using a fresh meal uh, delivery service here in the, I live in um, Northern Virginia, right outside of DC. And there's a company here that they do uh, fresh meals and they deliver it to your door. And so it's homemade, it's fresh, it's healthy, and it's already cooked. So I don't have to do all the things. So when I'm doing my meal planning, I can plug in, you know, that, okay, we're getting meals for Mighty Meals on Thursday or Saturday. And so I can also incorporate the takeout if I know that that's what our plan is. Oh yeah. I love that. We have a plate. We have a similar kind of service. So I'll have to check them out and see how much like, yeah, check them out see if they do with that kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. So good. Awesome. Um, so speaking of apps, are there any other apps that you like love or use all the time in your business? You know, every time I get asked that question, I have to pull out my phone because it's always changing and evolving when you, you know, you learn from other people mm-hmm. and whatnot. But for me, um, I use the to-do list app and it's a Microsoft app. And that's where I legit can just put all my tasks, my grocery list of uh, things. For example, my kids' Christmas lists are there because <laughs> it just helps me remember all the things. And so I really love that app. For my business, obviously, we're all using Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, um, but I also like Planoly uh, to do some scheduling uh, for Instagram as well. And then what else do we have on here? I keep it very simple. Oh, I love Asana and Trello. Mm-hmm. Um, my VA and I, we use Trello and Slack. And then Asana is what I use for like personal goals. And when I work with my coaching clients one-on-one, we track their action steps, goals, and all the things in Asana. And it's great to see them check off their progress. Mm-hmm. I can see it and comment on what's going on. So that's great uh, as well. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love Asana. It's amazing. Yes. It's, I've been using it for years and it hasn't let me down. Knock on wood. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so what are like some of the, like the favorite ways that you use to effectively market your business? Honestly, it's word of mouth is where I get a lot of my um, clients from. So I do one-on-one intensives. So it's like a half day, actually a little bit over half day thing. And when my clients get results and they get some of their time back or they have those aha moments, they're excited to share. And Mm -hmm. so for me, it's been the biggest blessing for them to let people know that there is a coach that is affordable, that is someone who not only deals with their business stuff they have going on, but also I'm very much life and family focused. And so because of that, a lot of what I do coaching wise, we make sure your foundation is good and then we can build off of that. You don't want a thriving business and everything's great. And then home is a little shaky. And so uh, word of mouth has been great for me. Uh, Doing podcast interviews like this has been great because I get to meet a lot of, you know, great hostess like yourself And then you get exposed to different audiences. And so it's nice to, you know, get that feedback. So if you are listening, come say hi over on Instagram, uh, which is another area of where, you know, people will see you and get exposed to what's going on. And so I would say that those are the three things, word of mouth, doing interviews and speaking engagements, um, and then just social media when, whenever I'm on there, I try, you know, to interact with people. 
Oh, that's awesome. I, I love that. And I love that you mentioned too, that you work with both the like personal and business because yes. they're so intertwined, you know, like, if, yeah. and if they're out of balance, it just, it just takes so much, like for me anyway, like I, in my experience, like when I've been so out of balance, it's still so stressful. Like, yes, you're crushing it in one, but you still kind of have the other one looming over your head, you know, and it's hard to like, really enjoy doing the awesomeness that you're doing without them both being uplifted at the same time. That is so true. And I, you know, I always tell the story when I was starting, uh, I had started my wedding planning business about two years before I got married. And so I was in the trenches coming home from a nine to five, then going into our little office, staying up to two, three in the morning, like Mm -hmm. really just grinding. And then my husband would come home from work and he would be by himself on the couch, eating dinner while I was just working with my head down. And I'm like, this is not healthy. This is not good. He didn't sign up for this. And so something had to to give. And, you know, I, it was, I'm glad I fixed it early because you could, who wants to, you know, have all this growth and all the things and then no one to share it with because you didn't nurture relationships, marriages, friendships, and all of that. Yes. Oh, totally. So yeah, I love what you're doing. It's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and so comfort zones, like, um, what do you do to kind of, you know, help your business grow or also like personally to get out of your comfort zone to grow? And like, do you have any tips on that? Oh, so it's funny because I used to definitely be super shy Mm -hmm. and just kind of not want to put myself out there or, you know, I would, like I said, help people and do all that, but it's scary to show up and to market and to say, Hey, look at me, look what I have to offer and look what I can do. But, you know, people, I always tell my clients as well, people can't hire you if they can't find you or they can't see you. Mm -hmm. So you do have to show up if you, you want to get paid and if you want to serve, I'm all about service. And so you definitely just have to show up. And if you have to ask for the things you want, if all they can tell you is no. And so I've pitched myself to places. People have said, yes, it's blown my mind. This has been the most amazing year as far mm-hmm. as business growth, because I feel like my message is being heard, the importance of you know living well-rounded and not trying to figure out work-life balance because my brand is not about work-life balance. Instead, it's trying to figure out the rhythm that makes up your definition of what it means to live well-rounded. And so just by me showing up and just really speaking on the importance of that, I feel like it's starting to resonate with people, especially after coming out of this pandemic that, Mm -hmm. you know, life is too short, family is super important and support is great and your business will be there, but sometimes the people that are important to you will not. So definitely try to make them a priority. Yes. Oh, I love that. It's so true. Life is very, very short. Yes. Awesome. Well, we're to your favorites. Um, what's your favorite book? Ooh. So for me, it's the Bible. I know everybody's not, you know, believers and all the things, but for me, I found I found comfort in it, scriptures, things that you're like, man, you know, it just something that I really tried to focus on. And it's funny, I had a conversation with a friend today and she was talking about social media and how she's realizing she's picking up her phone to get on social media more than she's picking up her Bible or her or some type of motivational message 
gratitude or gratitude. And she's like, I need to change that in the new year. And for me, I just like things that are motivating. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously the Bible has that, but um, this has been my year of reading for fun and not necessarily reading business books or things that are too heavy. And so um, it's been great. And I encourage anybody who, you know, is really hustling and grinding and they are like business, business, business or business podcast. No, go try to listen to things that feel a little bit more lighthearted mm-hmm. and it will definitely allow you to feel like you're, you know, hitting reset. And that's, you know, where I am as well. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I try to read mine every day, but I've had, like, I don't know, getting good it's routines. Hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's like, it really, it's always, it feels hard to do the good things or things you're supposed to be doing. Um, but you know what? Every day is in fresh, fresh start. Every hour is a fresh start. So just show up and give yourself grace and keep it moving. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's so true. Um, have you ever read it? Like, ha- have you ever seen those things where it's like read the whole, the entire Bible, like in a year or something? Yes. I've started it like twice and I've not gotten past like Genesis. I don't think. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first book. I love it. Uh, yes. I did that as one of my new year's resolutions back in the day. And I used the app, the mm-hmm. Bible app. And it was great because I like how it, it definitely gives you uh, a guide And it puts it in the order that makes sense versus just popping around. Uh, It's a challenge. I'm not going to lie. It took me over a year. It took me probably a year and a half, but I was determined. And I know I need to go back and read it again because at some point it did feel like a chore. Mm -hmm. And you don't want that to be the case. You want to feel like you're consuming things and, you know, making it resonate in some way versus just reading it to check a box. Yeah. that's that's also how I felt with the business books. Like, all right, everyone says this book is great. So let me read it. But I'm like, you know what? My mind is not there. So let me focus on other things and, you know, and not try to do what everybody else is doing. Yeah, to- totally. That is so true. So, yeah, it's, I think it's easy to get caught up in seeing what everybody else is doing, mm-hmm. you know, and so we just start. Yeah. I've read so many books and I love reading, but lately I just, I have not been digging it. So I've been listening to like audiobooks, which I've never liked before. Oh, it's my, that's my jam. And the funny thing is because when you're in the car and you're carpooling and all that, you can listen to it. Cause I don't listen to the radio. I'm listening to my audiobooks. Right. And I discovered, discovered that the library has free audiobooks. So, um, I've been listening to a lot of autobiographies and memoirs like that is it's just I love hearing other people's stories and their journeys. Yes. And, and so that's what I've been focused on uh, this year, along with cheesy romance books and, <laughs> and all the things. But it's been it's been nice and light considering coming out of a heavy, you know, 2020. It, it's needed to not just have stuff that feels heavy, confusing and giving you headaches. So yeah, I'm loving that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I love it too that you had mentioned earlier about like finding the rhythm. And I feel like that's, you know, the same kind of thing, finding the rhythm of what's what you're needing and wanting at that moment, that is, you know? That is so true. I, you know, I went to pick up another business book or download one in Audible and I'm like, I'm just not there. Mm-hmm. Let me read this book. You know, I read Mariah Carey's book, Jessica Simpson's book, The Obama's, and just finished Will Smith's book. And all of them have been amazing. And you know, I'm excited to dive into some other, you know, people as well. I have Matthew McConaughey uh, next mm-hmm. on my list. So I'm, I'm excited about those. Oh, that's, a, it, Will Smith, is, that's a new book, right? How was it? It was amazing, especially on Audible because he reads it and then <gasps> oh. 
it's so it's the way they produce it is uh, it feels like you're there with him because there's a lot of uh, background noise. Like, you know, he was a rapper before he was an actor. So uh-huh. it, he literally tells the story through the the audio audio book. And it's it's awesome. I, I bought the hardcover, but I heard about the audible version and it, it was it's no comparison. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. Cause I just got audible recently. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's, we just adopted a puppy and she came with the name Jasmine and my husband was like, can we call her Jazzy? You know, like DJ Jazzy Jeff. And my kids were like, who is that? (laughs) I know my, my kids, they, they were, they know Will Smith from the Fresh Prince, but they have no idea even like the movies because, you know, they haven't watched them. Right. They do know Fresh Prince. Everybody knows Fresh Prince. Know, it's a, oh God, it's a great show. Like we've been going back. We've been watching Sister Sister. My daughter's into it. Like oh, we've been going so back to watch all like the '90s because it was just like so much more wholesome than the stuff they have yes. on now. It is so true. It's classics. It doesn't yeah. it never gets old. Exactly. It's, it's nice to revisit it. You know, my daughter is 11 and a half. Mine too. <laughs> okay, awesome. So it's nice that they're at the age where we were watching those shows around mm-hmm. that time. It was it was safe. So. Yeah. Totally. It's good. It's really good. <laughs> awesome. Um, what's your favorite drink? Ooh, my favorite drink is a Patron margarita on the rocks with mm. salt is what I'm ordering at the bar. But if the liquor is not there, I'm just going with lemonade, just classic <laughs> lemonade. I like it. <laughs> yes. That sounds good. Like, cause it's kind of cold and like yes. gray here in Oregon. And so I'm like, Ooh, margarita. Like I just thought of a beach when you said that. <laughs> yes. I may have one later. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favorite thing to do to relax? Ooh, a favorite thing to do to relax. I like massages mm-hmm. um, whenever I make time to do that. And I like traveling. Uh, traveling is uh, one of the things that my husband and I, lo- and I love to do the most together. Sometimes we'll leave the kids and just do our own thing. And just getting away from the noise is so important. This year, we went to Turks and Caicos three times Mm -hmm. because for us, that's our favorite place. And, you know, they added nonstop flights from the DMV right to Turks. And it was calm and quiet. And it was needed because, you know, we came off of this year of virtual learning and just loss and grief. And it was like, we need an escape. And so we made time to do it and recharged and we came back better than ever. So traveling massages and just hanging out with my girlfriends are, are my jam. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Those are all amazing. Um, what's your favorite thing to watch? I don't watch TV much at all, (laughs) but if I am turning on the TV, I feel so embarrassed to say this. It (laughs) is going to be something on Bravo. It's You're not the be- first person to say that, like at all. There's actually been multiple. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, I'll watch the Housewives of whoever, or it's going to be Law and Order, SVU. It's going to be those two things, and I'll probably get through half an episode, and then I'm asleep. Right? Yeah, well, because it's just like a nice way to be able to turn your brain off, you know? That's what I tell my husband. I'm like, it's, it's you know, mindless TV. I don't have to right. think about it. Except for Law and Order, you're trying to solve mystery, but... true. Bravo is just makes me realize like, all right, things over here aren't that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, And so speaking of traveling as a way to relax, but where is your favorite place to go? Favorite place hands down is Turks and Caicos. Mm -hmm. I've been there a total of seven times um, and I will go back anytime I get a chance. (laughs) The people are super nice. The food is amazing. The water is just like no other. 
Um, and then if we're going to Italy, um, Europe, uh, Italy is is where you will find me. I love mm-hmm. Italy. It looks amazing. I, both places. I've never been to either, but they both just look magical. Yes. The, honestly, it, it definitely is. And it's been a game changer for myself personally, just to take the time to step away from the chaos. And that's, again, part of my well-rounded life formula is knowing when I need to take care of my body as someone with, um, I have fibromyalgia. So Mm. someone with a chronic condition that can feel paralyzing sometimes, it's nice to go somewhere where you don't have to just deal with all the things and you can just, that's why I always say I hit reset because I come back feeling better than, you know, how I left. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, awesome. Well, where can everybody find you um, to connect with you further and learn more about your courses? And you have a podcast as well, right? Um, So yeah, if you could share all of that um, and I'll also put it in the podcast notes for everybody. Awesome. Well, on Instagram, my Instagram handle is at I am living well-rounded. My website is jamira.com. In there, you will find all things. So links to the courses, all of my social media handles and my podcast is called the living well-rounded podcast. Um, but again, I would love if you guys come on over, say hi to the gram and so we can connect, but, uh, this has been amazing. So thank you so much for having me. Yes. Oh, it's been such a fun conversation. Um, I just, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, so thank you so much. Thank I know you. you're busy. So yeah, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And have a great week, everybody. We'll be back next week. And I'll just stop recording.